Kokorongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move that body E ngā iwi o te motu, e whai taringa mai ana ki tēnei punua pāho a te wānonga o te aroa. Taringa, nei e mihitonu atu nei a māua ko tariau ki a koutou katoa. O tira i tēnei wiki, ko te kaupapa kōrero, ko te kaupapa matua o tēnei wiki, ko te iwi o te wiki. Mm-hmm. Nā runga i tērā e huri ana kumihi ki tēnei manuhiri a māua ko tariau, a, ko whakae mai ki te kōrero ki a māua, a me ki ki a tātou, a i runga i tēnei punua pāho. Welcome back everybody to Taringa. We have a special guest with us today and our <laughs> iwi o te wiki is Te Aitanga Mahaki <laughs> and our guest speaker is from Tūranga Nui Akiwa. Uh, very, very happy to have you with us. E te tuahine, Ruth Smith, tēnā koe, tēnā koe. Tēnā koe, tūnga neo tira tēnā koe, tari ao korua tahi, pōhiri mai e tēnei, kia korua tu kia koutou i te rangi nei. <laughs> and um, you can't see, we're actually doing a Skype interview here. Uh-huh. And Ruthie's looking rather exotic because she's got a fan. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost think she's Spanish because she can speak Spanish too. <laughs> but um, we've got a, um aircon air conditioner in our room. <laughs> so, Noreta, our kaupapa, as you know, we do a rotation. We have kupu, kupu, kupu. And now we're on iwi o te wiki and our iwi mo wiki is te aitanga mahaki. Kei whia tēnei iwi tariau, to your knowledge? Te tai rāwhiti tēnei iwi. <laughs> <laughs> Kei te tai rāwhiti. Yes, I'll give you a point for that. Yeah, yeah. But I think we'll give it to Ruth yeah. to, you know, expand on that. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll hand it over to you because she is from Te Aitanga right. Mahaki. So once again, welcome to you e te tuahine and thank you for joining us today on Taringa to talk about Jo Iwi, Te Aitanga Mahaki. Kā pai tēnā kōrua o tērā tēnā tātou katoa i whakarongo mai ana, tēnei pahu pahu āku i tēnei rā. Ko e tēnei, uh, ko Ruth Smith o kuengua, he uri ahau no Te Aitanga Mahaki, uh, o tērā no uh, Ngāti Kohu, he hapu no roto mai o Te Aitanga Mahaki. Ara, ki te whaitua, ko te ke te, te whakaingoa tia, ara, ko te waihirere. Um, one of the pepeha uh, that we have in Te Aitanga Mahaki is probably ko manga haumi te maunga, ko waipawa te awa, ko Te Aitanga Mahaki te iwi, ko mahaki te tangata. Just answering the, your question that you guys had beforehand, people get really confused about where Taitanga Mahaki is. Mm. In fact, on the Tairafiti here, we have some pretty what's the word? Um, we have some we have some landmarks and things that that tohu where the iwi start and ends. There are actually three iwi within the Turanga district, so not too sure if you guys are familiar with Turanga Niakiwa Gisborne, but there is a bridge that crosses over the Turanga Niakiwa. Mm. So on the town side, let's say, of Turanga, that is Te Mana Whenua, Ko Te Aitanga Mahaki, Ko Rongwhakata, Ko Ngaita Manuhiri i tēnei taha. As soon as you go over the other side of the bridge, Ko Ngāti One One, uh, ko Ngāti Porau, uh, ko Te Aitanga Hauiti. Mm. So often um, we get people coming into uh, Te Aitanga Mahaki and they say, tēnā koutou Ngāti Porau. E hoi anō, Ngāti Porau katoa mātou. <laughs> we all related right. anyway. Engari, tenui ngō te wā, ko heke ngā, ngā takitaki ngā whakapapa. Right. 
etahi o ngā pakeke ka ahuatunga pihi, but it doesn't really affect many of us. We each and every one of us are, are all related, but um, so the the main four iwi here on the Tairahiti and all of our whakapapa interconnects anyway. So yeah, that's a, that's probably a little something for all the listeners out there is that if you're on the town side of the bridge, then you're technically in Teitanga Mahaki land. Kia ora. But katohe, katohe etahi o ngā iwi. And sometimes you'll find the parts of Rongopukata are, are in towards the bay, or not the bay, but the beaches, mm. ngai tāhi, which was a Whānau from Rongkata And then as you go out towards the Whareratas There's uh, Manuhiri that are in there So heaps of landmarks Probably one of our most significant landmarks Is Mangahomi One of the main maunga out in Mangatū And it is one of the most prominent landmarks Because it was the maunga Which Pawa and his crew went to To cut down a particular type of tree So they could fix the Horauta Waka mm. And that's one very, very prominent landmark. Another very prominent landmark for Te Aitanga Mahaki is Toka, ko Toka Huruhuru, or Toka Puhuruhuru, or Toka Ahuru, depending on which whānau you come from. This Toka is very important to us because way back uh, in our creation stories of Te Aitanga Mahaki, there is a story that involves a man called Paurangahua, who we attribute to being the person that brought the kumara from Hawaii from the back of the birds of Rakapanga Arako Tungarangi Meharungarangi Aua Manura. So he brought with him not only the kumara but all of the matauranga and the implements to uh, grow and to dig, etc., etc., in order for our kumara to be plentiful here in. That story is connected, but it's a very long story. But on his way back from Hawaii, when he was bringing the kumara back, he plucked the feathers of the bird that he was riding. And one of these feathers dropped down into the harbour and it landed on a rock. That rock is called Aerial Reef. Mm. Uh, at the moment and um, because these birds were enchanted when when the um, feather fell onto this rock it grew into a tree under the water and mm. so one of our tipuna that was living here at the time his name was Mahakiro, different Mahakiro. Mahaki 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 no Muamai Mahakiro, who was one of the, the most prominent chiefs at that time he had a pet shark called Ikahoya uh, and he he had heard of this tale that there was a tree growing under the water. And so he sent his pet shark, Ikahoya, to go out and find that tree and bring back some evidence that there was actually a tree growing underwater. So Ikahoya set out on his ways. And it wasn't long before he came back from the reef and he brought back a branch of the of the tarako. And so Mahakiro was able to go back to his area and say, uh, and so they then took this rako and they buried it at, at the inlay of Mangamotio and the Uetanguru streams. Mm. And from there grew this big forest, which we know as the Makauri Forest. And that spanned all of the Bakoman Road right into Pataupoko and all the way up all the way back out to Mangatū. And there's actually still remnants of this forest, and it's called Grey's Bush, which oh. was just mm. down the road from where Matatini Otera was held at Waiohika. There's the Queen no tētahi o ngā, o ngā tēno tūtohu whenua meki, rā ko Grey's Bush, Aerial Reef, 
ne manga hai nei henry tone wa tueta hi ngari ko inanga mea eto ko ke ana kite patiman wa ite nei wa Tēs, e puta mai ngā ingoa o manga moteo me ue tanguru. Am I right in thinking that there's a reference in the Oriori popo? Tika, tika. In my own research and why those are put into that part, so Popo talks about a lot of stories that happen in, in and around the Kaitanga Mahaki area, Rokata area, also Tamanuhiri. And yes, those two names pop up and they talk about the stream. And so I think the line is Komanga Moteo Koe Tanguru, Koteko Iwe Korongorakua. And just before that, it's Kotepeka Irere Mai Kiutara Haikura Mo Mahaki, Komanga Moteo Tanguru. So so it was the, the, the branch that was bought ashore, buried at Mangamoteo and Uetanguru, Kaputa Mai, the Kapua Mai Kotengahere, Haikura Mo Mahaki, Rahetino, Hetino Pepehano, the Naki, and Mato, the Haikura Mo Mahaki, as sustenance or as an adornment for Omahaki, as a yeah, as a taonga for Mahaki. So the significance of the of the Makaudi forest at that time was important because it became our Pataka Kai. Mm. Uh, and so many of the, the hapu that lived in and around Taitanga Mahaki would go into the forest to collect kai. And they would often batter too with the uh, hapu noho moana, you know, mm. noho tai moana. Yeah, so there was a lot of, of battering of, of kai uh, in and around the place as well. Kuina te, te matanga o... We were talking about these places, Mangamoteo and Uetanguru, places in the forest, Makauri, and they're referenced in this waiata that we're talking about. And this type of waiata is known as a oriori. And music ethnographers such as Mervyn McLean and Margaret Orbull. <laughs> Well, they they labelled Oriori, I think, incorrectly because they saw our tūpuna singing Oriori to our babies and they Mm. called them lullabies. But they're not just lullabies. I mean, you think of a lullaby and you think of, what are some lullabies? Tinkle, tinkle, little star, those lullabies? My baby. Yeah, 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 I suppose, yeah. (laughs) And and, and while they were singing them to their babies, really the true kaupapa of the Oriori is the transmission of knowledge mm-hmm. so if you can imagine you know as a as a young baby up into a young toddler child then even through your whole life you hear this audio yeah and this particular one talks about um some of the origins of the kumara and some of the, there's all sorts of things that go on in the audio and how could you not learn your tribal history if you heard mm. this audio yeah every day so this audio we're talking about known as Popo, is probably one of the famous Oriori, Absolutely. A- along with others. You know, e te tuhine, e te kore roko e mo mahaki rau. Aye. I know there's sometimes there's a mix-up because kei te paku mohio au i ngā kōrero mo mahaki iwe karoro. Aye. But this mahaki that we're talking about, who is this mahaki from whom your tribe, your iwi takes its name? Aye, so um, ko tēnei mahaki, ko nawhakapapa, ara ko uh, kahungunu, ka moe i a rongo mai wahine, ara kaputa ko, ko tauheikuri, uh, ka moe i a tamatai punua, ara kaputa mai ko mahaki, tēnei mahaki nei e kōrero nei mātou. He's an interesting guy, <laughs> um, my tipuna mahaki, he was a really interesting guy. He was a bit of a warmonger, mm-hmm. and he, according to some of the kōrero, depending on whose side you take. He wasn't actually supposed to be the leader 
the next rangatira of our iwi. Mm. But he was definitely a warmonger. My hapu Ngāti Kōhuru uh, gives you a, a really clear uh, idea of what kind of people my people were. <laughs> <laughs> but Mahaki himself, he was um, he was a strategist and he often went in to aid all of his cousins and whatnot. But his whakapapa was illustrious. Mostly we take our kahungunu side. There's a lot of intermarriage between kahungunu and taitanga mahaki e otira kahungunu me ngāti ruapani. So there was a lot of really good marriages that made even more illustrious whakapapa, but mostly we talk about our kahungunu descendancy. Now, like I said, Mahaki wasn't actually supposed to take over the reins for Ruapani because mm. before Mahaki took over, uh, Ruapani was the mana whenua of mm. all of Turanga, in fact. Mm. All of Turanga. He had a huge reign and he was well-respected and he married all of his children off into specific places so that they could carry on his mana. And then he ended up migrating to Waikare Moana, where they also have Ngāti Ruapani Kireira mm. and Kireira Matea Te Nei. But like I said, there's a lot of bloodshed in our uh, history. It's super interesting and I think it would make like an amazing Game of Thrones <laughs> because it's just so scandalous. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's really awesome. One of our most prominent origin stories in terms of Kaitanga Mahaki and how Mahaki came about. This is just one example, but actually he had his finger in quite a few pies at the one time, which established his mana over the area. Mm. But this one in particular was a key one. And so it goes back to a story about a set of twins called Tarakiuta and Tarakitai. Their father was Kahutapere. He was first cousins to Tsurakai Hikurua. And Tsurakai Hikurua had a son called Tūpurupuru. Raka Hikurua is a descendant of Kahumunu on one side and then his mother, um, his mother was an uri of Ruapani, in fact the daughter of Ruapani. So Tūpurupuru was primed to be the next big leader in all of the Tairākiti and he would take over the mana uh, that Ruapani had. Uh, however, he had a set of, of twin cousins and these twins, Tarakiuta and Tarakitai, they were very, very good at pōtaka, ki te tā pōtaka now. Um, I don't know what an English word is for pōtaka. It's kind of like Beyblades, if yeah. you know what yeah. Beyblades are. It's <laughs> the old school version of Beyblades. That's how I explain it to the kids. Maybe a large spinning top. <laughs> <laughs> but etikatai, if we said spinning top to some of the kids today, well, they wouldn't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, whenever I go out to Pūrāko Kinga, Tamariki, I have to find ways for them to understand what's going on. And they understand yeah. Beyblades. So, <laughs> so these two, they were really, really good at spinning tops and they would often win all of the competitions and all that kind of stuff that went about at the time. And Raka Hikurua was very worried that the rising popularity of this set of twins would hurt the chances of two Purupuru being the next leader of Turanga Nuiākiwa. And in fact, he then said a whakatauki, which is quite well known, and he says to his cousin uh, Kahu Tāpere that he kind of feels a, bit, a little bit threatened, uh, and his whakatauki is, So he says to his cousin Kahu Tāpere, there should only be one shining star in the sky, and that will be Tu Purupuru, meaning that the twins should not try and usurp Tu Purupuru or something bad was going to happen. I love that word, you sip. Cool word, eh? <laughs> Keep going, sorry. <laughs> 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 
Tuna Te Korero a Rākei Hikurua. So that was his saying that he's really well known for. And anyway, so Katipu Te Tarahai, whether it's Rākei Hikurua or Tupurupuru, they get jealous anyway. And so what happens is there is a competition organised by Rākei Hikurua and Tupurupuru, a spinning top competition. He challenges his cousins to a spinning top competition. And before the competition starts, the twins go out to practice and there's different versions of every whānau has a slightly different version. Some whānau say that there was a hole dug and that the twins fell into this hole and then they were murdered and buried in that hole. Others just say that they were murdered and thrown away and all of this kind of stuff. But what everyone agrees on is the fact that the twins, Tarakiyuta and Tarakitai, were murdered by Raka Hikurua and Tupurupuru. So the next day when the competition happened and the boys didn't show, their father got very, very worried. So they waited for a time, and when the boys didn't come out, he then employed the help of a tohunga. And so the tohunga, he used his magical skills with Manu Tukutuku to try and track where the boys might be. So when he sent out the Manutukutuku, that Manutukutuku kept hovering back over the pa of Rākei Hikurua. And it was at that point that they realised that it was Rākei Hikurua and Tupurupuru who murdered the twins and that the twins would no longer come back. So then Kahu Tāpere, he asked for the help of his cousin, Mahaki, to come and basically avenge the death of these twins. And so Mahaki, who was busy in a different battle at the same time, <laughs> he sent his son, uh, actually he sent his elder son, Ranginuyaihu, but the youngest son, Fakarau, got there before Ranginuyaihu did. And it was Fakarau who ended up murdering to Purupuru to avenge the death of the twins. Now there's a lot of interesting kōrero about that too, because it's said that Tūpurupuru was about seven or eight foot tall, and he had hair as long as his body. Um, <laughs> and so often they would have to fatu or they'd have to plait his hair up, and he'd have eight little man buns all over his head. <laughs> and that's how long it was. New hairstyle. Yeah. <laughs> and so he knew too that when Fakarau was coming, he was most likely going to be killed. And so they dressed him that day. They made sure that he looked royal. And he went to battle. And unfortunately, he lost. So I think the whakatauki that he put that year, which means that uh, fish on the end of the line of the youngest child of Hine Tapuaro, who was Mahaki's wife, flips and flounders about. So that, that kind of gives you a visual of how Tupurupuru was killed. So mm. apparently he was speared and then he just kind of was flailing around, which is very, very visual, <laughs> very graphic. <laughs> but you can't help but think that he was a little bit ruthless because the long version of that quarter or says that so once he was killed, his parents were then called come and stand at the other side of a river or a bay mm. and they actually tied with two purupurus here they tied him to a tree and swung him back and forth to provoke his parents just as they would swing his body and just as their parents would go to catch it the body would come back oh. and so this is yeah this is actually a really uh, you know because this, we've got to remember that Tupurupuru was a prince for mm. intents and purposes. So to degrade his Tupapaku in such a way was highly, 
highly offensive. So in the end, actually, Dalakaihikurua didn't actually end up getting the remains of Tupurupuru back. Mm. He was so distraught and so upset with what had happened that, well, some people say that he left, other people say that he was kicked out. So, again, it depends on which kokoru you come from, which little corner of Taitanga Mahaki you come from, and you see the different perspectives. In any case, Rakai Hikurua, he migrates north if you're looking with your Pākehā eyes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and south if you're looking with your Māori eyes, and he ends up in Omahu, and that's where he stays. So, at one point, he gets to Mahia Mai Tafiti, and uh, the rangatira over there says, Tama, I'm going back to Tūranga, would you like to come to pick up the remains of your son? And he says, nope, I'll leave his remains there to haunt the people of Tūranga. And actually, when you look at it, kua ea tēnā mataki tēnā, te mea kei te kitea tōnutia ngā āhuatango o tērā mahi, and kei te maharatia. His prophecy kind of came true because we still feel the effects of that fighting as an iwi, even hundreds and hundreds of years on, it's still a story that is quite provocative because of the different perspectives that you have um, in the different corners of Teotanga Mahaki. Yes. The first time I heard that story was from Korobab. Ah, yes. That was one kōrero he, he used to retell quite a bit. Mm-hmm. When I heard it, I felt a bit funny because us up here, we're descendants of Tupurupuru through Mahinarangi, of course. Mm. And I remember when I heard that story, I felt a bit funny that my tupuna had sort of knocked off these two twins. And then, he uh, hō tēnā kōrero ki au mōna i whakairingi ai, enga e pōtiki a mahaki, he hō tēnā kōrero ki au. Mm. So I can imagine that every time I go to Tūranga now, I can't help but think of that story. Mm. Uh, and I know koina tētahi o ngā he nui nā kōrero o Tūranga nui Akiwa, but I know that is one of them, as you said, one of the main ones, I guess, in that too, because that started the dissension and the defragmentation and then the, as you said, the ejection or expulsion, sorts of expulsion, ocean, lots of those words going on, <laughs> of that line, I guess. But the other thing I find interesting is Tupuruburu had had a son, mm. Rangituehu. So Rangituehu no. was probably taken by his grandfather. But then the other thing I've heard is because when I've been down there, on one occasion I heard that Mahinarangi, who's a descendant of Tupuruburu, she was actually born in Tūranga. So maybe that migrating was still happening and they have, hadn't fully left. I don't know. But I find that whole story, and of course... Koutou e whakarongo mai ana. There's lots of other things that happen after that and around that. Uh, I roto i ngā kōrero tukuiho o, o Tūranga. I remember we were taken, we didn't go up, but we could see te pao, I don't know if it was te pao o Tūpurupuru, or te pao o tana matua. Rakahikurua. Yeah. Puke, puke poto. And I remember seeing it and thinking, ooh. And if you go to Fakata ne, and you see the house there in Neha, Matatua, Tarakiuta and Tarakitaya are actually carved on that fari. Oh, okay. It's also very interesting because he momo whakaheketi na huatanga, mm. you know, um, the, the bloodshed, the, the just savageness. Kei te kete a tonu utia tēnā ahu tanga i roto i ngā uri e nei rā. Ne kua ahua, kei te ora tonu tēnā ahu tanga. And I think as a nuri, you know, e hara i tēnā me, me whakamā, I don't think that we should be ashamed of our past. I think that we should embrace it because it makes a lot of sense why we are the way that we are if we look at our tipuna mm. and follow their example. So I always say that to my whanaungas anytime, um, anytime we're at hui hui. Oh no, 
and I queen ing on my yard. Well, even Mahaki, the eponymous ancestor, he was born of war. Neha. Maybe you can have a little cordial about the union of his parents. Yeah, uh, that's also a really cool story. And um, actually, in fact, just while we were talking about Kapahaka before, our poi at Tematatini that's just gone was about the union between Tauheikuri and Tamatai Punua. Uh, and so our story goes that Kahumunu, uh, he married, was it his eighth wife? Yeah. Eighth wife? <laughs> he had eight wives, I think. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was his eighth, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. He married Rongomai Wahine and um, they had. They had their children, and Pauheikuri was the youngest. And so um, often the stories that we're told by our pakeke here is that she was actually quite old in terms of when she was married. She was about 17-ish, they reckon. So that's old to be married back in those days. Um, and so a lot of the time our pakeke talk about that perhaps the reason for that was because she was probably the favourite of her father. Mm. And she stayed to look after her father and pretty much just be a princess with him. And now they were living at their mother's par at the time, and they were actually being raided. They were about to be raided by two Tamari, who was the nephew of Kahumunu, and it's actually Kahumunu who was um, involved in naming of two Tamari. We are not uh, so our story really starts at Mangakahia Pa when two Tamari is iwi, well, the, his tauwa are ascending onto Kahumunu's path and attempting to take it over, basically. Now, Kahumunu is, at that time, he's, he's a bit older. He's never really been a fighter anyway. He's always been a lover. So <laughs> he tries to think up a way of how do I avoid this conflict with these people? And so he, according to our stories, he sends down his daughter Tauheikuri to us. Who was this reigning party? So, Kuina Tana Korero Atu, Koi Te Pufero Tenei Taiwa. Who's in charge? Te Pufero. Who's in charge of this army, basically? And then the Korero comes back from Tutamri and all of its different versions, but the one that we are told is Rangaranga Temuri Fakarua, Tutu Temuana Kua Kututamri. And so, they say you are it's when the eastern wind blows mm. and the uh, waves of the sea start to rise, it's me, it's two tamuri. And so she goes back and she says, Oh dad, it's two tamuri and he goes, Oh, that's your cousin. Mm. So <laughs> you will go down, you know, these are these with the Queenie Da who are with Bucky Gang. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's your cousin. <laughs> um so you're gonna go back down there and you're going to marry him. And so Kohei being the daughter that she was to her father, dedicated and his favourite child, all of that, she agreed. And so she was then dressed and prepared to be given to Tutamure as a wife so that the battle wouldn't happen. When she goes down, however, she actually doesn't know who Tutamure is. And she sees two men. One of them is Tutamure and one of them is Tamatai Punua, the younger brother of two tamure <laughs> and she's not sure which one is two tamure and so basically she just picks the one that she likes mm. on one side she sees this man who was scarred 
and probably not as attractive. And then on the other hand, she sees another man and he's beautiful and she thinks, oh, this must be too tamere. So she goes and she bows before him, not knowing that that is actually too tamere's younger brother. Tamatai Punua, he looks at his brother and realises that perhaps this might be a slight, um, you know, to his mana, mm. and he tries to push her away. But by that point, Kohei has already made up her mind, and so she gets up and she bows again at the feet of Tamatai Punua, and, and, and that way she says, well, you will be my husband. And he's, he's going to say, no, 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 it's not me, it's him, it's him, him. And so... <laughs> That's kind of how that happens. So in the end, Tutamri actually agrees that Tamatai Punua can have Tauhei Kuri. However, he does say, if you ever come back over towards my region, I will kill you both. So you will stay in this area and you will not come back towards, you know, towards the Waiweka Bakapane ways. Mm. So um so they kind of, he's so Tamatai Punua is banished and he stays on this side of the Waiweka with us, basically. So, yeah, and then after that story, there's, there's a corridor about two Tamure going over to Waifakata, which was a little puna, and he realises that the reason why he wasn't chosen by Tohei Kuri was because he wasn't as handsome. He was a little bit more homely than, uh, <laughs> than Tamatai Yeah, and that's the story. So, um, there are some insinuations that, Tohei Kuri knew that she was going to have to make a choice uh, and in the end that she actually had mana over who she would choose in the end. So yeah, so she ends up marrying Tamatai Punua. They have their children and one of the elders, which is Mahaki, who ends up becoming this prominent ancestor and the eponymous ancestor of the tribe. I really, really like that story. Why I do like it is because he roto i te Māori, he nui nā kōrero mona teina mo ngā tuakana, tuakana teina, mm. me te piringa o te wahine ki te teina, mm. kawa ki te tuakana. Mm. And usually things don't finish too nicely. <laughs> and we've got a kōrero up here, same sort of a thing. Mm. Uh, engari, the iwi to whom the woman actually ended up marrying into, instead of the iwi to whom she was betrothed, mm. they end up having a big war and all sorts of things go on and lots of people die. So I think Tutamure done the chiefly thing. Uh. And I even think that um, Tamatai Puno was very humble because I tell you what, a lot of Tane Māori these days, if the girl came out for the wrong one, he'd turn to his brother and go, catch you up. He wouldn't be saying, oh, bro, I think she's got the wrong one. And that shows the respect. Yeah. <laughs> that shows the respect of his younger brother for him mm. as a rangatira. Yeah. Definitely. That I think is really interesting too is the tikanga in and around Tatopainamu, ke moinga pake. That's happened a couple of times in Teotanga Mahaki, and that's probably one of the more famous ones. But there's also, in my own pākāinga, there is a story that talks about Whataupoko. Whataupoko mm. is, is the flash suburb here in Gisborne where you buy $500,000 homes and, you know, all that kind of thing. Me tēra ingoa, good cat. Me tēna ingoa, no, ko te Whataupoko. <laughs> oh, good, good. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the Ponsonby of Gisborne, Meg. <laughs> um, the Parnell, the Parnell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Parnell, yeah. So, the story about that actually started Waihirere at, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Waihirere Pa, but right next to where the Marae is, there is a little puke on the side, and that puke is called Te Hiwi o Tuaro. Uh, and um, so the. Te Hiwi o. 
Tuarau. Tuarau. Kia ora. Or Tuarau, yeah. Ko te reo, ko te ingo Pākei nai nei, Lugum Hill. Oh, hell. Oh, kid. <laughs> Ka tahira. So cool, eh? Such a cool name. <laughs> Engari, te hiwi o Tuarau, eh, ko, ko Tuarau, ko Tuarau o te rangi. Uh, he was a bit of a mischievous guy, Tuarau o te rangi. He and his cousin, Waiwo Pōtango, they were actually responsible for a slew of murders in and around the way he did their area and basically what they were trying to do was take over in, in that little place there. They got a little bit big for their boots and they ended up being raided by Konohi. Mm. As in Ngāti Konohi, as in Bangara. So Konohi came over, he and his army, and basically they overpowered Tuarau Oterangi and Waiopotango and as a whakatūpatotanga to, um, to stop all of the mahi from happening, what Konohi did was he tapahianga upoko ka whataina. Mm. Mm. Um, so he actually chopped his off and put them on uh, stakes at the place called Whataupoko, and that's how the place got his name. What Konohi did was he uh, he spoke to the remnants of the army of Tuarau and Waiopotango, and he said to them, from this day onward, you will all be known as Ngāti Kohuru, the descendants of the murderers. Mm-hmm. And so, koina, koina te, te uh-huh. huatanga mai o tōku hapu o roto mai o uh, that's, that's how my hapu got its name. But kaore i mutu i kona, it didn't actually stop there. That Konohi was very aware that there was perhaps going to be an opportunity for uh, Ngāti Kōhuru to retaliate. And so to stop that from happening, what they did was they actually arranged a whole lot of marriages, Ngāti Kōhuru mm-hmm. and Ngāti Konohi, so that the relations would literally be put to bed. Mm. Um, and so that there wouldn't be any more kino, mm. any any more kino that came from that. And so actually, my whānau was one of those whānau that comes from the tatau pounamu between the hapu whānau who are from Ngāti Konohi and the taihuka whānau who are from Kaitanga Mahaki. Uh, and so half of why he did it, tai hookers and hapus, and so we're related to each other on two sides. Ah, right. <laughs> on our Ngāti side. And on our on our Waihirere side too, on our Ngāti Kōhuru side too. So there's a lot of intermarriage and, and interconnected whakapapa that happens there. Super interesting stuff. It's, I think it's really cool the way our tipuna settled their debts mm. through marriage <laughs> to avoid further war. Hen, pae rā kore rō tua hene. Karewe pirangi kia mutu, pirangi noi te noho me te whakarongo kia koe. And when I have people ask me, how do you remember the stories and things like that? And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. when I when I hear the kōrero or I've read them, that's what I see. I see it all playing out as a, uh, as yeah. a, big, as a big drama, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the, the soaps and everything like that and have got nothing on ngā kōrero <laughs> or ngā mātua tūpuna. All the kōrero was there, as you said, the scandal, the um, intrigue, the romance. Yeah. Right. No doubt this is exactly the same kai, kai tokuto, pito. Everything is in Motiatia. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely everything. And even if it's just one line or any, you know, just because I don't know about you guys, but taking aru haere and name mo korero, Right. Uh, and so that's why I say to everyone, just go learn your motetes and all the all the stories are in there. And they they tell us all about what's going on or what was going on. And we just had a little korero before about composition. And yeah, I think the beauty in motetea is 
they make references to things and it's up to you to yep. research or delve further into that kōrero. In those motetea, particularly the oriori, there are reference markers in there. They are little clues Aye. or tip of an iceberg mm. or tore. Mm. There's a little glimmer of light there and it's for you to to go and search in that kōrero and delve uh, me te rangahau. So, e mihi atu ana kia koe te tuahine ko rangatira katoa taringa i koe. I'm sure that our listeners were enthralled as much as Tariao and I were listening to you. Uh, I te ahi ahi nei. Hoeno e mihi ana māua kia koe. Uh, mou i whakawata i a koe ki te kōrero mai ki a māua o tira ki ngā iwi o te motu uh, e whakarongo mai ana ki tā tātou punua pāho. Nō rere e mihi ana kia koe. Tēnā korua, tēnā tātou katoa. Cool, man. That kōrero with Ruth. Man, katoa e nga kōrero he hau ki au. Man, that was beautiful. I rawe katoa tērā noho ki au. Right. I could have just sat there and... I know, listen there. Yeah, and to be honest, I do know some of those stories, mm. but hearing them from the perspective of Mokopuna or someone yep. that's from there, I appreciate that. Mm. And even though I heard some of those kōrero before, I learned a lot of new things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think... As someone who likes listening to Pūrāko and mm. kōrero tukuiho, is never to think you know everything or you've heard, even yeah. if you've heard a story. And I think I've said before, hey, the yeah. time when, my, when I got told off because I said I've already heard this one. Mm. But um, yeah, it's no pai tērā. Yeah, and it's cool to hear different perspectives, eh? Mm. So, e mihi ana ki aia, me, me tōna iwi a te aitanga mahaki. Mm. E rere tonu ana nā mihi kia koe. Uh, Ruthie, and I'm sure you all enjoyed that too, listening to the kōrero about the Aitanga Mahaki. And really, it wasn't just about the Aitanga no, Mahaki, it was a lot of kōrero in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, e mihi ana, tēnā tātou. Kiwaha. Kiwaha o te wiki is... Is mō te hemo tonu atu. Mō te hemo tonu atu. So, what's your... Um, I reckon it's sort of like, you'll do it. Till you die, like yeah, yeah. Till to the death, go handy. Yeah, go hard out. Yeah, hard out. So, yeah. e haka mo te hemoto nu atu. Aye, e nu mo te hemoto nu atu. Yeah, inu wai pia ne. Aye, inu wai. Inu kapiti. Yeah, e oma mo te hemoto nu atu. Yes. So I think that might that might be like run like your life depended on it. Mm. Oh yeah, that's a nice fuck up like yeah. yeah. E waiata waiata. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could use that in any context, really. Yeah, you could. You know, I could even say, you know, i fakarongo o motehe motonuatu. So mm. I was, I was there listening really intently. Yeah, yeah, like my life depended on it. Motehe motonuatu. Oye no te na koeto. Mo koeto i fakarongo mai motehe motonuatu. Anai mawa e mihi atu nei. Just go into our waiata, which is... Paikea. Paikea. And which version is it? Which is it? This is the Tataravati version. Yes. And <laughs> the, which waiata, which Paikea? Oh, the Paikea. The Paikea. And here we go. Ete iwi, Uyamaikoya, otherwise known as Paikea. Ko pe uma, ko pai ke a ko pa 
Kouia. I remember when I used to hear that when I was little. Mm. And I say that a lot on this show. <laughs> so every episode. Yeah. And I always wanted to learn the words, know the words. Because, oh, yeah. Well, you know, Tarawa's got their own yes. version, eh? Yeah. So I'd hear the Tarawa version being brought up in mm. Motorua, and then I'd want to learn the Tairafati version. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so that, that is the Uya Maikoya. Yes. But um, one day we might have the Tarawa version on there. Yeah. Which, to my knowledge, was written as a tribute. By Tuhorangi to Te Tairawhiti because of the links from um, Tuhorangi Tarawa to Te Tairawhiti. So, yeah. But um, anyway, that was our Oeta Uya Maikoya. That was originally a haka, haka taparai. Uya Maikoya, whakau, wati, yake, kuwai te whare nei e. And some say kuwai te whare nei e. Some say whitireia e. Oh, yes. Ko whitireia. And some say kotekani. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Kuna tata taiwaya te itiwi, kia ora hui hui tātou katoa. Hmm. Wow, sort of hui hui. <laughs> ko māua kei te hui, ko kūtou kei te whakaroa. So you're having a hui listening to us. Hoi anō, e mia tu ana, tēnā kūtou. Hei kona. Fakarongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Korero flowing at the hooker force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nā kona whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Fakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare are mai o tāringa hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kani kani move that body Kani kani move that body Taringa he mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe. Taringa, whakarongo mai. <laughs>